Well, hi everyone, and welcome to T-Box Chatter. This is your host, Alex Toth. Be sure to also check out my golf website, untilthenexttblog, soontobe.com, for equipment reviews, press releases in the golf industry, and so much more. Well, what can you say? It was a pretty big weekend this past weekend. There was that little tournament played down in Augusta, Georgia. And our winner of the men's first major of the year was none other than Hideki Matsuyama. But more on that in a little bit. What can you say about the last two weeks for Japanese golf? They have two victories in total. Both happened to be on the grounds of Augusta National Golf Club. You had Tsubasa Kachitani win the Augusta National Women's Amateur. I mean, it was a really exciting event. I don't know how many of you tuned in to that for at least a little bit, but it was great to watch. And it's really nice to see the women on the course at Augusta National. I just sort of kind of wished that there was a way that the LPGA could have an event there or they could have some sort of major there because it would be just, I think, fantastic. It'd be a, a ratings generator for sure because who doesn't want to see Augusta National? Of course, they're closed from basically, what, May to October, and they undergo a whole bunch of renovations. They, you know, empty out all the bunkers. And we saw pictures of this circulate over the internet over the last uh, week or so during Masters Week. And of course, the second victory, which ironically enough is the first male victory of a major winner from Japan, Matsuyama, it was just a matter of time for him. He's always been a guy who shows well at the Masters, or seems to anyways, you know, as I sit here, pause and reflect. But uh, overall, I love the game that he has. He's uh, generally a, a great striker of the golf ball. He can putt pretty good, short game's all right. And even though he got into trouble on Sunday, taking a four-shot lead in, you know, he, he escaped with the victory because his mistakes that he made on Sunday weren't massive mistakes. Sure, he had a bogey here and a bogey there, uh, finishing with a two-over round for the day. But ultimately, you know, anytime you make a, a mistake on the golf course, say you have a miss and it's a good miss, that's a good thing because you can work with a good miss. You can't work with a miss that makes you drop a penalty and advance to shot number three for the hole, right? Or stroke number three. So, you know, I, I wasn't sure that he was going to hold on to it for a while there. You know, it, it looked like he was going to succumb to Will Zalatoris, who lost by one stroke and what a story he is in itself. But at one time before it got interesting between those two, it almost felt like a laugher. Now we're not talking, you know, Tiger by 17 or 18 strokes kind of a laugher, like we've seen at the Masters before, but laugher enough where some of the intrigue of the event was lost. You know, it sort of kind of got hard to watch for the, there for a little bit, and admittedly, I turned away from it. Um, I was actually falling asleep. <laughs> I shouldn't admit that, but I was. But ultimately, I woke up and tuned right back in and, uh, you know, watched everything unfold. But, uh, yeah, you just had a sense that it was a matter of time for, for Hideki Matsuyama to, to win a, 
a, a big one. And there's no bigger than the Masters. So it'll be interesting to see next year what happens with the Champions Dinner. I'm still going to predict that Wagyu beef is going to be on the menu. Sushi is an obvious one. There's going to be seafood because they are very much a seafaring nation. You know, the culture depends a lot on the sea. I think that you're going to see like a dessert, like a parfait kind of a thing. Maybe incorporate some peaches into it to give it that Augusta twist. And uh, I think I already said the Wagyu beef because that is just uh, too obvious to, to leave out. Maybe some pot stickers or Japanese dumplings. And uh, yeah, no, if uh, Hideki Matsuyama wants some help planning his meal, I'm available. I put this out there back on Saturday. And yeah, if, if you want help, all I need is, say, four tickets for the Masters. Just one day pass, not asking for a week badge. Preferably a practice round, like on Tuesday or Wednesday. I want to take pictures. So Hideki, that offer is on the table for you. It's really a small ask. But the reality here is that, you know, there's there's more to this picture than, than meets the eye, this victory. And a lot of that has to do with his caddy. Videos, pictures, you name it. They went viral this past week after the Masters wrapped up. That display that his caddy, Shota Hayafuji, showed us on the 18th green of the 72nd hole was a thing of beauty. It was distinguished. It was serene. It was respect. It was a lot of things. And in that moment, at that time, my goodness, Shota-san, you, sir, that was that hit me right in the feels, right in the old feels. It's something that for as long as I have a memory, because we don't know what the future holds for any of us, but for as long as I have a memory, I will never forget that one. That is right there with the first time that I actually watched the Masters. And boy, oh boy, that was something really special that we saw. So, Shota-san, thank you so much for, for doing that. Because it, it really gave us a glimpse into the culture, respect of the game. You know, and it's something that we, we really shouldn't take for granted. And admittedly, as I'm talking about it, I am sort of kind of getting choked up here just because it was just a beautiful moment. Uh, that's just, just the artsy-fartsy romantic side of me, the poetic side coming out. Now, Japan has had major winners before on the LPGA. And this is something to note. For one, in 77, you had Hisako Higuchi. She won the LPGA Championship. And then, of course, Hanako Shibuno won the Women's British Open in 2019. So the country, boy, oh boy, they, they really have produced a lot of great golfers. And whatever happened to um, Ryo Ishikawa? 
boy, I thought he was destined for great things too. You know, the, uh, a major winner down the road and whatever happened to Ishikawa? You know, it just makes you sort of kind of, you know, wonder, I guess. But again, you know, Japan, they've had their fair share of tour winners on both sides, whether it was the PGA European Tour or the LPGA or the Ladies European Tour, because I'm sure there are some, some of the girls out there as well. So switching gears, this week, I believe, is the RBC Heritage Open. And this is a, a tournament that is among one of my favorites, especially for not being a major. And as a matter of fact, as far as majors go, I actually put a couple events ahead of the PGA Championship just because it feels a little bit like a watered-down event or watered-down major. Again, this is just my opinion. But, uh, you know, as far as tournaments that aren't major championships that I love to watch, you know, you have Riviera, you know, the Genesis Invitational. You have that event there. You have something like... Oh, geez, I don't know. I, I don't mind watching Pebble Beach very much. Uh, I, I like watching that one. Uh, I can do without the celebrities to an extent. But, uh, you know, Muirfield is another one. Jack's tournament down in Dublin, Ohio. Um, that, that's a tournament that I love to watch. And uh, one is the RBC Heritage, uh, which, of course, takes place down in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, at Harbortown Golf Links. I think the reason why I like that one so much is because, well, I played it. I got to experience that golf course. It was at the tail end of a really piss poor family trip to Florida in July. And it's not even from a, from a weather standpoint. It was just a, a rough go with, with, had some family issues at the time. And I mean, on the way back, we were driving through a storm. I mean, even the power windows, failed um had to replace the motor for the power windows and that actually took place in hilton head <laughs> as well but my wife mentioned to me on that trip home she asked just matter of fact we out of curiosity she's like hilton head it's just like isn't that one golf course here and of course she's referring to sea pines resort and harbor town in particular mostly because of the old console games for for Tiger Woods PGA Tour Golf that we used to play. And we always saw the golf course. We always, you know, the 18th hole, the, the lighthouse at the end of the at the end of the fairway beyond the green. It's a hard thing to miss. So she actually encouraged me to go play around a golf over at Harbor Town. So not knowing what to expect, I I I paid my dues. I think I paid 150. And when I got there I found out that I didn't have to take the four caddy. I didn't have to have the caddy either that in fact I went out on my own I was out there by myself and if there was a time that I needed this it was it was then the reality is I had lost my mother earlier in the year and uh, you know that meant that both my parents were gone and they were taken from this world way too early and way too fast so, you know, just bear with me for one second. All right, so again, I apologize for that. I just sort of kind of got a little emotional there and I just wanted to go off camera or off, off the microphone and just hit pause on the record. But no, this is a tournament that I have always liked, especially 
as I've developed as a golfer and seeing that I actually played the golf course. It's always fun to be able to watch something on TV that you've played yourself, you know, whether it's Beth Page or, or anywhere else. And admittedly, I don't have many of those in my arsenal or resume of, of playing. As a matter of fact, the only tournament that I've, or sorry, golf course that I played where it's hosted a PGA Tour tournament is that of Harbortown Golf Links. I loved everything about that golf course. The experience being alone on that, on that golf course was amazing. I hit the best bunker shot of my life on that course. That was that was actually witnessed by the four caddy, or sorry, the caddy for the group in front of me. Um, you know, it just felt so pure though, being out there by myself. You know, it, I found out afterwards that, you know, my son or my daughter or my wife could have actually been on the cart with me just for the ride. But, uh, you know, it was pretty good at, a, at a, like I say, it happened at a good time that this round happened. If there's one lasting image that I have of that course, it has to be, without a doubt, the turn going from 17 to 18. Admittedly, when I made that turn, part of me was sad. Actually, a big part of me was sad because... You know, as I as I sit here and I and I think about it and I pause and reflect on, on that round, it was one of those things where you know a dream came true. It was it was a bucket list kind of a golf course for me to to play out there. But yeah, I was sad going from seventeen to eighteen because I knew it was about to end. I also got thinking about my parents. So as I tee my my ball into the uh into the tee deck there for the finishing hole the you know the par four uh i mean my eyes were filled with tears i mean i'm standing there on the on the on the tee the 18th tee and there's dolphins frolicking around out in the calaboogie sound and it was just perfect it, it was perfect for the record my tee shot was horrible uh, i put it way right it got a very good kick off of something. I think it was a house. Um, I mean, I put it way right. I, I hit a massive block, but it spit out to almost the first fair or the almost 18th fairway. It was in the first cut. And in a way it was sort of reminiscent of what, you know, Matsuyama did on Sunday going off that tree. And again, it could have been disastrous. That could have, been the tournament right there actually when you think about how it ended and the scores but no i uh you know hit a pretty good recovery shot there scrambled up and down for par and uh game set match it, trip was done it was over and then it was at that point that we all loaded back up into the buick rendezvous and our windows were fixed and we drove the rest of the way home so i'm looking forward to seeing the rbc heritage this weekend and last week, of course, we had a green jacket. Well, this week we get a plaid jacket. Now, I haven't looked to see who's in and who's out. Now, I would assume that most of the RBC guys are going to be playing in this event. So that would be guys like uh, Snedeker, uh, Mackenzie Hughes. I believe uh, Corey Connors is one of those guys too. Dustin Johnson. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if something's come out of Dustin Johnson's performance last week at the Masters. 
you know, I, I still can't believe he, he missed the cut. I never saw that one coming. So anyways, I'm going to end it with that. Hopefully you enjoyed the Masters. We got another major coming up. And more importantly, get out there and play some golf. And enjoy the golf this weekend. Enjoy the plaid. Embrace the plaid. Stay safe, everyone. Thanks for listening. Take care, and we'll see you on the next tee.